everybody. How you doing? Welcome to Club Pro Chatter, episode or season five, episode eight. Greg Snow coming to you live from Olivia, Minnesota, along with my co-host Scotty McDonald, who always seems to come from his office. You have the same look every time in the background. I like. Yeah, to we, we're all about consistency here. Good to see you, Greg. Uh, no, that that fade that? doesn't look real consistent that you got on the side over there. Are you starting to fade in the sides, taking it down to like a half? I, I don't know. I just sit in the chair and they take care of it. It's, hey, as I've said a few times, this last month has been a bit of a whirlwind. Is that, well, I, maybe we can get into that. I don't know if you can or can't. I want to tell you about my morning real quick, Scott. Uh, I just, we were on a little bit earlier than you. And I said to Kaylee and Tony, I said, I'm going to go get a cup of coffee. I went into the kitchen. Took the pot off, poured it. You know what happens when you take the pot off? It's supposed to stop brewing. Yep. Guess what didn't stop brewing this morning? You didn't have the drip stop going. So, the, so yeah, something's not right in there. So I have coffee all I'm going to clean it up later. But there is coffee all over uh, in that kitchen. I thought it would just dribble for a few seconds, and then it will be fine. But that was my mess this morning. Um, so we'll, we'll get through it. I'm also in a winter jacket because it's cold. Uh, it's October. And um, have you, I mean, now you're kind of done with tournament season. Have you, are you uh, done playing golf, Scotty? Or what's going on? I, the, the forecast looks awful. I don't know when I'm going to play. I'm kind of, I'm looking for a 50 degree day with winds less than 20. And we're not seeing much. There has been some winds and all down in your or up in your neck of the woods. You seem to be at the high point. You seem to have heavy winds up there. It's it's not good. I don't know if we're going to play again. Um, yeah, and perfect timing though for our season. The fall scramble for you guys was perfect weather on Monday. We were very fortunate, and uh, I had told you earlier I was done playing uh, competitive golf. So the Which good is thing is the the good thing is scrambles aren't really competitive golf. <laughs> It was a so so fun time. We had like 46 teams, Scott. It was it was fun. It was fun to see some guys. It was a fun day to play. I got to play with my old assistant, Chris Boyk. Uh, I got to play with Isaac Nelson from Little Crow here. And uh, we played with your guys. We played with Grant and Casey and John uh, Krause. So we, we had just a great day. It was a lot of fun. We missed you. Well, it's I, I needed it, I needed a break. Yeah, because you just got done with district meetings. Is that correct? Nope. District meetings are Sunday, Monday. Coming up. Oh, coming up. Okay. I thought I was giving you a pass on that. I was letting you, uh, I thought that maybe you'd been traveling. But just down in your old stomping grounds this year, right, for the district meetings down in Rochester? Rochester, we've got uh, John Lindert, vice president, incoming president of the PGA coming into town. Uh, representatives from Iowa, Nebraska, Minnesota, and then uh, the career consultant and the regional side leadership. I think there's like 24 people. Uh, guess who probably is not going to be playing golf Sunday or Monday? The forecast is not good. Uh, we've already canceled golf for Sunday at Rochester. Summer B on Monday, it's 43 with a 15 mile an hour wind. I'm diehard, but I don't think everybody else is that diehard. So you're going for district meeting or were you going for a district golf tournament? Well, there's, Hey, golf is a great tool to interact and communicate, Greg. 
Scott, the reason I said that is because you're right. We are promoters of the fact that golf pros should play golf. Exactly. You and I are, we are people, people say, I have no time to play. I have no time to play. And I, and I just want to call them right out. And I say, no, you don't make the time to play. And that's okay. I mean, that if that's the way you choose, but I've always been a, a pumper upper of don't push that out to the next generation. It doesn't have to be that way. They can learn to balance their life. Somehow you have a happy marriage. Yeah. It's I mean, it, somehow. It, yeah. Well, exactly. But I will, to piggyback on what you're saying about playing, the one thing I want to talk about is the assistance championship and how they've messed up who's eligible to play at assistance nationals. So I've already brought it up to Greg New Year. I want to talk about it because why are we making it more difficult for our associates to play in events and to qualify for national events and to get more income? put more money in their pocket. If they're a good player, they should have an opportunity. Scotty, keep going on that. I'm going to look this up. Uh, I played with Isaac Nelson yesterday, who's in that same, or I mean on Monday, in that exact category you're talking about. He's a B1. He's yeah, he can't go to the assistance well. championship. There's no reason for him to play. And so um, you brought up a really good point. And I like this topic way better than what we had for number one. You know, in our agenda. oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Agenda, yeah, the number one topic was horrible, and it was recap the twenty to two lead that you have over me. So yeah, let's we, just scrap that idea. Yeah, we don't need to talk about that. Right. Let's. I like that. I'm putting a line right through that, and let's go to this idea. So, is this something that will come up at the district meetings for you guys? Yes, don't well, we're at the national meeting. No, it'll come up at the district meeting. They voted at it. I swear, at last year's national meeting which I did, I did not understand. We should be trying to recruit good players, people that are passionate about golf to get in the business. I mean, more times than not, someone that's getting into the golf business is not a 20 handicap. It's someone that is a good player. So why not incentivize those good players with playing opportunities? If they want to play on their off days, and make a little extra money because maybe they don't teach at their golf course. So what if they're a teaching pro? What if they're a golf coach? What if they work for Ripstick and they're right out of college or maybe not even out of college? They cannot qualify for the assistance championship because they're an associate in a classification that's ineligible to qualify for nationals. Isaac Nelson. Young guy, worked in the golf business, got promoted, became a head pro. He's a B1. He's not through the program, but he still can't play in the assistance championship. Meanwhile, if Greg Snow becomes an assistant at wherever, Little Crow someday, as a 47-year-old assistant who's been a, head, or been a Class A member for 15 years, you can yeah, it's wrong. Um, they messed that one up. What do you What do you feel was the reasoning that they did this, Scott? And when I say they, it's us. I, I hate. Uh, I I am so sorry. I I never want to be that guy. It's not they. It's us. We are the ones who voted for this. Even if we didn't, you know, our set our PGA professionals did. So what was the reasoning we did this? What do you think? I really don't know if maybe they thought they're. I, I don't know. Maybe Tone knows. 
you're so at a loss for it. Well, I'm fine with if Tone wants to pop in here. I've got some things. I got a little nugget for you. Watch this. Guess how many players played this year, Scott, in the Assistance Championship? Well, Tone knows these numbers too, but I, I have it. Thirty-eight. Wow, thirty-seven. Very good. I went. I just went back and looked. Two thousand sixteen. Guess how many players? Seventy-one. No, that's a little high, but wait. I, I appreciate you going after it. Fifty-seven. But back when my last one was like 2008, and I believe yeah. we were closer to 90. And so, again, we're gonna, 37 might be the high mark now if this doesn't change. And I, I don't know how many it will add. But, I mean, Tone, do you have any guesses as to uh, how many that would add? If Or or what was the original question you wanted, Scotty? That I wanted to know if he knew why they made this switch. Tone, give us some nuggets. I mean, I don't know, like, 100%, but I know, like, their original intent was to make it a true assistance championship and not, you know, if you're a B, like, a head pro, B1 or something like that, you know, they wanted to to keep it on its roots of what it is and what the name is. Um, I think if they, you know, kept it the old format, they were, you know, it's not really an assistance championship. It was more like an associate championship. So I think that's kind of what, the the decision was and why they voted on that way so i've said this before i think even on this show it's a simple solution right craig change the name. the name to the associates championship <laughs> again tone has more insight maybe in some of that but uh, yeah it seems like that would be a better way to go about it 37 is sad i mean that's that is sad and i don't even want to point blame at anybody i do know there's a lot fewer assistants uh, in the Minnesota section than uh, associates, excuse me, in the Minnesota section. But there's a lot of open jobs too, Tone. And some of these associates are taking head pro positions. And why are we faulting them for that? They can't play in ours, right, Scotty? No. They can't play up in our deal. Well, give us some thoughts on that. Um, well, I just wanted to tell you the last assistant well there is an assistance championship in 2010 at white bear yacht club 77 players was that yours you played in that one right yeah i played in that um and the next year was at winsong which was my last one um but yeah it's i don't know i think that there's so few and i've, I've said this before too there's so few fewer golf professionals that get in the golf business that go straight to an assistant because that's not, that's what it used to be. 90% of us, Hey, we're going to be an assistant golf pro to start. Yeah. Well, now there's, there's golf techs, there's, uh, academies, there's, um, you might start as a teaching pro. We've got multiple, I mean, multiple that are working now as golf coaches which used to not be this way back in the day, there wasn't as many PGA members or PGA associates that were working as golf coaches. Now there's also, we've got a retail store in Edina PXG employing multiple PGA professionals. They do, cannot be assistants. We've got someone here that works for a golf company. If we hire somebody, they could not be an assistant. So, 
there are so many new classifications, not to mention there's more tech reps or field reps out there for TaylorMade or Titleist or whoever that are doing fittings, can't be an assistant. So I think that we need to look at calling it the Associates Championship. And really, maybe then it eliminates if you become an A8, a PGA member assistant professional, you can no longer play in the Associates Championship. That we would certainly lose some people like that. Andy Smith, Class A member, can still play in the Assistants Championship because he's an assistant at Hazeltine. So I guess if you look at it that way, you might lose some people too. But I think there's definitely some people, especially out east, that have been assistant pros for over 20 years, are in their 50s, and are playing in the assistant championship. I don't think that's right. There are some people, Tone, I want you to jump in here too. There, I, I've played with some of them down in Florida, Scotty, where they're just lifetime assistants. They've got the gig that they want. They've got the deal. They can play almost anytime. They're supposed to play with members. All yep. the, you know, And so they can play at all these tournaments. So, Tone, we'll give you last word here. Yeah, no, I mean, I just, you know, to Scott's point, um, you know, we're trying to get new people, it seems like, in the industry and all this, and it just didn't seem like this was the right direction of giving more opportunities or making it all inclusive. I mean, you look at our champion this year, you know, Jake Worley, and he was a non-A8 or B8, and so he's not going to be able to advance um, to national. Um, so I think there's definitely opportunity, and I think this is not the the decision that was made for this year is probably going to just start future discussions for really what the right direction is. Scotty, my last uh, correction for me, my last assistant championship was 2007. It was at the old uh, goal or no, hold on. I got it here. It was at the old shoot. <laughs> Hastings golf club. I know they changed names a bunch. Did you play in that one? Let's see where you finished. I did not. I did not. I got in the Minnesota PGA in 08. Oh, dang it. Because I finished T18. I would have thought I could have beat you then. So you you and I never competed against each other in assistance championships. That's no. crazy. I'm that much older than you. Sad. So much wiser, too. Well, no, not, not at all. You're, you're hierarchy here, baby. Your term is up. Your term is up as secretary. You're moving into vice captaincy role here Is vice that president you? that's if i get elected the very fair point all right let's bring on kaylee we're going to get our state of the section and uh we've got some things to discuss kaylee take it away yeah, so to start our fall meeting is going to be at midland hills country club on monday october 24th hey scott i just signed up 10 minutes ago have you signed up yet? I think I did. I got to double check, but I was I was on it. I'm like, I got to be there. I'm, I, I might as well sign up. You think mm -hmm. you did? I'm pretty sure Fairly. he's on the list. Am I on the list? I think so. Yeah, I yeah. think I saw your name. <laughs> Kaylee, he signs up for so many things, he doesn't even know what's what. <laughs> I know. And he tells... He tells his assistants or the, the people that work for him, could you sign me up for this? I mean, no. he has a book in airline flights for him. <laughs> yeah. he, he's so big time. That, that is not even true. Not even close to true. Oh, you book all that stuff yourself? 
Yeah, coming from the guy who couldn't remember his PGA member number at the Dakota <laughs> chapter meeting. Can I ask something? Scotty, do you think I'm the one who's abnormal on that? You really think most PGA pros know their number? Two, seven, four, five, <laughs> one, zero, eight, three. Tone, do you know your PGA number? I'm sure he does. Guaranteed. I do. Yeah, I do. Know. He does. He for sure does. That's how I log into PGA.org. Yeah, exactly. Greg never goes on there. You need to make it like that song from the 80s, 8675309. Do, do you guys know that on these computers now, these fancy little machines, that they just save your password and they'll save it. And so you just click on that and all of a sudden you're into PGA.org? We're aware. I just, I just signed up for tournament series number five down in Wait. Florida. Yes. Really? Yes. That's the thought you're course. done with tournament golf. Well, I am until I go to Florida. Uh, sorry, Kaylee. Anyway, a fall selfish, yeah, selfish plug for the fall meeting. Um, I know that we've been like going through COVID and the pandemic for virtual opportunity, and there still is an opportunity to be there virtually. But a selfish plug from the section staff to come in person, it is so helpful. You are not only being plugged into the section, but selfishly, like we get to put faces to names as a section staff. You know, I'm new. Half of our section staff has been around for a while, but I mean, it's so helpful to put a name to a face because you're probably building a relationship with these people all summer via email. And now to actually get to talk to head pros and assistants and people that we've been working with all summer is super helpful and beneficial. Very good plug. And also I noted to Kaylee, that there's a two buttons you can click on in-person or virtual. And if you click them both, they both stay up. So just <laughs> click one and click the in-person, Scott. Take your virtual off. Hey, as you and I say, we love the fall meeting because we see the tournament players throughout the year. But then we go to the fall meeting and we see a bunch of people, like Kaylee has said, that we haven't seen all year because you're right. busy. If you don't go to their club or they don't come to your club, you're not going to cross paths. So this is a good time to see everyone. Um, Kaylee, you're not new. You've been here for over a year. <laughs> Feels like you've been here for forever, but uh, it's, but for sure, you, it, you're totally right. It's great to, to see everyone. And that's one of the best parts of the fall meeting. Yeah, for sure. So moving on just to a next little save the date, we do have the awards banquet booked for Monday, December 5th at the Royal Club. Um, so that is a night we'll honor our award winners, but also just a quick little save the date to anybody in the section who, you know, wants to come and honor the award members with us. Uh, just stay tuned for more information. I plan on going. I'm in the cities for some commissioner meetings. It's a perfect deal for me. I'm going to head over to the Royal. Did you know that that's the golf course? It's the home of the Minnesota Wild. Scott? I did not know that. I, I found that nugget out yesterday that Dean Evison, that's where he plays all the time. So... I'm going to put a little plug out there because it seems like we do it every year. You know, it'd be um, like, you know how the Academy Awards, they rotate who hosts it. You know, we've put the club pro chatter out there that we could uh, help with hosting the awards banquet, but we still haven't gotten the call. <laughs> Scott's serious about this. Kaylee. It's up for discussion. Yeah, that's, I think that's the exact same response that we've gotten for the last 
seven years, Greg. Scott, you can't have everything, all right? If I don't want no, everything. Okay. I know, but if they say no, we respect it. Hey, Seth MacFarlane got to host. Who's that? <laughs> Is that Seth oh my gosh. No. All right. And then lastly, just a quick shout out to the PGA Junior League team who made it to the national championships. Um, they played, let me get my facts right, on October 5th through the 9th at Greyhawk Golf Club in Arizona. Um, so special shout out to those kids making it to the championship. And uh, Scott, we heard something. I mean, isn't this like three, four, five years in a row that they've made it? I believe so. Um this is the TPC team. What is their yes. team name called again? I'm not sure in their team name, um, but just for, you know, making it to the championship, just a quick shout out. And, yes. and, and Scotty, we grew again this year with more PGA junior league teams. I remember the exact total, but that thing is growing and it's cool to see these, um, these clubs find enough kids that can do this that can travel. I've said this many times at Olivia here. We got kids in volleyball, football, basketball. I mean, they're all, they're so busy in the summer that especially out in rural, they can't just focus in on the one thing and we can't really pull this together. So I applaud anybody who can, and that's great. And I think it's awesome for the future of the game. No comments, Scotty. Okay, good. No, um, no, no. I agree. We're tired of hearing from you. That's <laughs> all right. <laughs> Kaylee, anything else you got for us? Or that, that was good? it for now. Thank you. Scott, we're coming up. Thank you, Kaylee. Scott, we're coming up into your area. Um, this is the this is where you got to shine right here, baby. Tournament recaps. We have a bunch of them. And we're gonna you're gonna be talking a lot. So take a sip of coffee. I'm okay. gonna be the one asking the questions. You're the one who um who is good enough to play in a lot of this stuff. So, yep, scroll, scroll into your tournament calendar. I'm still on uh 2007 assistant championship. Hey, Luke Benoit made it to nationals that year. The guy, you, you know, your boss, 2007. Yeah. Uh, remember this name, Joe O'Brien? Oh, yeah, Joey. Yep. Uh, how about this name, Ben Myers? I talked to Ben Myers on a regular basis. I miss Ben Myers. He's a good dude. How about the guy who won six under par, Chris Croach? We got to see him up at the Dakota Chapter Championship. Correct. Um, ben Myers also a member of the Zipper Club, like you. Uh, and people who don't know what the Zipper Club is, is that's the heart attack. Um, but I was, uh, I was. Remember, they went into my arm. Oh yes. They don't open you up anymore, and so I'm. I just have, and it's pretty much gone now, Scott. I'm almost four years a survivor. Yeah, Can you, you and ben, that? No, almost Benny, four years. Benny, it was. It was very scary. Well, Widowmaker. Yeah, that's 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 not good. So here's and, the, the and last one. 2007, still with us. Marshall Hoynes got to see him on Monday. Mars. He, uh, yeah, I think we did this game once. We looked at one of these assistance championships and we said, how many guys are still with us, like actually in the business? Yep. And actually, out of all those names, Justin uh, O'Brien. Well, and Benny. Benny or not. And, yeah. Yep. Joe was the was the assistant president, and Paul Schubring, who's now in real estate, his son is a great player at Bethel, by the way. I don't know if yeah, you've Connor. seen any of this. 
Yep. So anyways, the state open. those two were the ones that kind of helped me get into governance. They were the ones that were running the assistance chapter. And I kind of, I, I had decent relationship with both of them. And I'm like, this is kind of cool. What do we need to do? And how can I help? And so uh, I, I give a lot of credit to Joe Bryan and Paul Schubring. If for some chance they happen to go back and watch uh, these two stiffs right here uh, on this show. Scotty, well, uh, let's pull it up. Here we go. Ma let's start with match play. This took place on. Oh, go ahead. I don't want to interrupt. No, no. I was just going to say about uh, Paul and Joe, very buttoned up. And, you know, they bring you on and uh, look at you well, they, now. Look no, at how had far to, you've come. Yeah, no, no, no. They had to go with a little lower class society because you're right. Those two were, they were upper echelon. Yeah, Paul Schubring does button up his shirt. When you say buttoned up, Shuby Tuesday, that's what I used to call him, Shuby Tuesday. He's uptight. And, and then Joe, he worked at, I think it was Rush. Ah, no, he's in at Minneapolis Rush. for a long time. Yeah. So, again, those guys came from, you know, I think Schubring was at North Oaks. He was, uh, he bounced around a little bit, but yeah. That was one of them where I think I know. Okay, it, enough. We I, we could go down nostalgia lane, and I, I know you love it too, but that maybe our listeners don't want that. So let's get on to this year. Match play. It happened on a Wednesday. Um, uh, you had to bow out of another, oh, wait a minute, you weren't invited to that other tournament uh, at Edina uh, Country Club for the program. You were busy. You had some match play going on, Scotty, and this is the farthest you've ever been in the match play. You had a semifinal and a finals match. What course did you play again? Was it Oak Ridge? Oak Ridge, correct. All right. So uh, tell us about your matches. Um, I, I think everybody knows that you came out victorious, so we don't have to uh, hide, the, hide the finish right now. And uh, tell us a little bit about your match play experience this year and uh, what happened. Uh yeah, no, it's it, it was a good run. I, I mean, you never know how the matches are going to shape up because we start at we started at town and country back in May, so it's it's been going on year round. So you got to kind of keep your head in the game because you've got, always got a match, and it is a it's a big event. I consider it a major. So I think the first match was against Bennett Smead, my old buddy from uh, up in the Brainerd area uh, who won the assistance match play last year at Oak Ridge. Oh. So it was not an easy draw. Um, and, and I ended up on top against Bennett and then played Tim Vernon, Vern. Um, and we had a good match. Uh, we had a rain delay in there. It was a longer day at town and country. I think we got out of there at like 630 or I don't even know when. So then you we go both in, of those. You won both of those three and two. Yes. So then you go into during the summer where you got to schedule them out, which can be kind of hectic. And it was a little. Especially against the guy you were playing because he has a busy, busy schedule. So Jeff and I had a match schedule that didn't work out. So then what did we do? White Bear Yacht Club, Luther 2. We played in the morning and then played our match in the afternoon. And I ended up beating Jeff uh, at the Yacht Club. Uh, I'd only oh. played Jeff one other time, actually in the semifinals at YZ. And he beat me there. So, uh, yeah, advance it. One up, Scotty, you won in this uh, match. So uh, was there anything decisive that you remember late in the, late in the match? 
I will say this, that sometimes these scores don't get, uh, it, 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 it was, I think we finished on 16. I think it was okay. three and two. Okay. So it, it, it was, it was going back and forth. Um, and then I won a couple holes in a row on, the, or I won some holes on the back, but it was tight. The first 10, 11 holes. So next year, if you wouldn't mind getting that accurate information in for us, I hey. mean, I, there's, I'm, there's just this text machine and there's emails um, that you can use to get the right information to tone. Well, I, I'm going to give tone an excuse here because he gets a lot of these matches and he's got to put them in. So I think it's also like not as easy as you think just to put three and two. Okay. If you, if you could help the process a little bit, Scott, I mean, okay. I wouldn't put that all on. Okay. Then you play another, a top, top player. And then you had a tough draw, Scotty. I didn't even realize this. Then you go on and you play Eric Rowland. Yeah. The player of the year, you know? <laughs> well, I don't know, but okay. So that one, I got you down for two and one. Where did you guys play that match? We played that at Minneapolis. Um, and is the two and one accurate? The two and one is accurate. It ended on 17 green. Um, I don't, Eric's a good friend of mine. It's, I mean, we're very close. It's, it's not, it's match plays weird because if you, me and Eric Roland are in a pairing, we're, and we're playing a stroke play event. If Eric plays great, great. If you play great, great. But when it's match play, somebody has to win or lose. And it's just a little weird. So how do you maintain your friendship to that? Do you, do you try to keep them talking? Cause you're, you're Scott McDonald. You don't mind having um, a chatter or do you, do you just end that at like hole seven? No, I, I will say in our match, it was very friendly early. We had a three footer, pick it up, you know? And then, um, I think I'm somebody, I think I made a couple of longer putts that you couldn't just like cozy it up there and give it for par, but if somebody makes a birdie, you're not going to be like, well, you know, so, but it was close and yeah, two and one is accurate in that match. All right. So then we go on to the semifinal and finals match. And that's where you guys all get together at, a, at one course and Eddie Wynn and Thomas Campbell were in the other group and you and reset. Now, did you guys play as a foursome in the first round? No, we had a frost delay and Thomas and Eddie were out in front of us. Okay. And so they went and then Johnny and I went after that. All right. And it looks like uh, if, if this is accurate, it looks like that you uh, took care of John three and two. That is accurate. Um, okay. Again, well, this is John, good. again, John, good friend, just, you know, we played together the final round at Minnewaska and he got the, he, he got the victory there. And so it was, and actually John and I played a match last year in the match play at Oak Ridge. So it was, uh, yeah, kind of, kind of weird that it worked out that way. Well, and then you, uh, after you take care of that, you went on and you had to, did you walk all 36 holes, Scotty? Cause I know you, you like to walk a little bit. I walked all 30, well, 33, 33. Oh, <laughs> thank you. Uh, well, you had to get back in. I mean, you had yes. to cover some holes. We got rides in, in. We got rides so in. So then you play Eddie Wynn. Uh, you're walking, and I'm assuming Eddie's riding. Is that, a, is that a fair assumption? That is correct. Yes. Yeah. 
So, uh, so uh, you took care of Eddie two and one. Is that in your championship match? That that is accurate. Um, Eddie and I, I think, have played one other time in match play, and I think it was at Midland. And I I beat Eddie, and then I think I lost to Paul Speltz. But Eddie's won this twice. Um. And if we always play in this professionals cup at North Oaks, when Phil, o Phil Anderson was the GM, he would call Eddie win the king of match play. And I mean, Eddie's a good player. He makes birdies. He bombs it. And it, it's, it's always weird when you have to play a match, we have lunch together, all of us. And then you go back out and you got to play another match. So it's like, you kind of got to reset, but yeah, I walked, he rode, and we, it was back and forth on the front. I made a really great par save on nine. And I think I was one up going into the back. And then I won 10 or I won 11 and 12 to go three up. And I three putted uh, 13 to go four up. So I was only three up. And then he birdies. 14, 15 to pull within one, 16's a par three. He hits it in there good. And we both make par. And 17, there was a tricky pin on the front of the green. And uh, both of us sucked it off the green to 60 yards. Oh. oh yeah. And then we both hit it up there and got above the hole. And I was this much closer than him. So in match play, that's important. Huge, especially putting to what sounds like a false front. It's a false front. So Eddie's one down. He has to get it there, but also knowing that if he puts it too hard, it could go off the green. Oh, and boy. he hit a he hit a good putt. Didn't hit have much speed. Just missed and rolled out to about six seven feet. Didn't go and down the false front though. Did not get stopped. And then I. Cozy, I mean, I hit mine, barely hit it great. And it ends up six inches, and I tapped in. Grand Forks number 18? Uh, very close. <laughs> That's inside information. We are at Grand Forks. Scotty had to make par for 69 in the Dakota Chapter Championship, and he was above the hole 15 feet, and he had 20 feet coming back because he did not hit it light enough. But I don't know how you could. We tried to practice that one about... 30 times after after the round there. So anyways, so Eddie missed his comebacker? Yes. Uh, yeah. So, but... You Eddie won was, your it, championship with a bogey? It, well, hey. <laughs> it's, um, I mean, it's however many holes you played in this match play, it's 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 one hole, you know? I know. I'm just, but, I'm just Joshua. Scotty, congratulations, buddy. You deserve it. You've given a lot to the section and you play in every event and you, uh, you love hanging with the guys. And I don't think anybody minds losing to you. And that's uh, that's a compliment to you. I don't give well, you a lot of compliments. No, you but, don't. And I, I will tell you, Eddie was great. Um, it's, I mean, I, he was gracious in defeat. He didn't get mad. He didn't drive off. He, we rode in together. We shared a drink afterwards. It, it was good. Um, and, uh, but I do have a bone to pick with Kaylee and Tone. Oh, yes. I, I know where you're Because going there was another match play going on 
at the same time, the senior match play and Kaylee left me. My good luck charm. Tone left me, my good luck charm, to try and beat you at the Edina Pro-Am. Yep. And uh, Kaylee brought no Don Barry luck, and Don Barry won the senior match play at Winsong the very same day, beating Dale Jones. He did, yes. <laughs> Kaylee and Tone, I get, let's give you a chance to defend yourselves here. For the record, yes, number one. Our professional photographer, Jeff Lawler, was out at the matches for Scotty. So we had some professional pictures taken. That's the first thing I'll say. <laughs> Secondly, somebody had to bring DB a trophy. So I gladly volunteered. <laughs> and that's all the points I have. <laughs> and Tony, and I mean, we had a beautiful day over there at Edina. How can I can't even fault you? I have a beautiful day at Edina. You know, you get invited to a pro. I'm like, you know, I got accepted. I got to start playing more stuff. That's right. That's right. You know, I'm still waiting for that invite. Um, and Tone, didn't you get your first? Uh, was this your biggest professional check? Well, yeah. First big professional check more than the $7 I got at the fall scramble last year. So <laughs> we're, uh, we're moving on up, you know. Unfortunately, that one doesn't make the uh, section calendar, uh, so we won't get to see Tone's name in the money leader list. Uh, all right, Scotty, we got to move on. I, I've got a big day ahead of me. You know, I got some big interviews, so we yes. got to get onto these. We got some other things that we got to hit here. Uh, golf champions, Chris Borgen is our champion. I believe it might be his first major as well. Uh, you played in the same event, Scott. He shot seven under over three days. You shot nine over for two days. Did, did you think it was that hard, or or did Roland just play that good? Uh, well, Borgen, you mean. So oh, I'm sorry, Bor yeah, Borgen. I was looking. I'm Borgen. Yeah. yeah, so so here's what I'll tell you. A long week of golf, um, some some events. You know, you we were that week. Yeah, and so Wednesday was the match play, which was two rounds. Drive home. I got written or I got read the riot act for not being at Hazeltine for our board meeting, even though I was on the call for three hours Yeah, because I had to be home. And exactly. then I had to head back down. I think, um, I think I maybe was a little fried after, uh, that stretch. Um, it was, are you, just I didn't saying think you didn't, are you just saying you didn't play good? I mean, you didn't need to go through all that. Just no, I'm just saying that, uh, yeah, I was right there. I was on 15 T and I knew I probably needed birdie three out of the last four. And I parred 15 and then went uh, bogey, double bogey to finish. So um, yeah, if I, if I close like secretariat, I make the cut, but I didn't, but I also, we need to back up and, and realize that player of the year was at stake still yeah. going into the golf champions, Eric. Well, Rowland, I wanna, I, we want to be careful here, Scott. We're having rolling on in the next episode. Yeah. And I want to save some of that information for our next episode with Eric Rowland. Okay. So, well, I won't, I so, won't jump on into that too much, but I had a chance at player of the year as did. I think um, just mathematically, I think Holmes, Smith, Campbell, Riggy, myself, 
and Roland had a chance, mathematically. Eric Roland plays great in round two, makes the cut, really made it difficult for anyone to catch him. I didn't make the cut, didn't have a chance. Now, the, the one that did, Thomas Campbell. And Thomas Campbell, I guess, I played with him. Yeah, he finished third, one shot back, I guess missed an eight-footer on 18 to get in a playoff. Oh. And that could have changed things. But going back to the, the actual event, I mean, Borgen has had a great year. He qualifies for his first ever National Club Pro at Minnewaska, first ever, and wins his first major, the golf champions, which as if we look back, he might be the first section winner of the event since uh, I don't even know when. But he played great, won it in a playoff. Uh, Campbell was right there, as we already alluded to. Uh, the last section winner. Here's the last, back to 2014, Greg. Isabella McCauley, Angus Flanagan, Trent Peterson, Ross Miller, Sammy Schmitz, Ryan Helmanen, Clayton Rask, Don Constable, Clayton Rask, Clayton Rask, Brett Swedberg, Don Berry, 2010. Oof. So well, good for Chris. Good to see Chris. He's a, he's turned into a, a really good guy. Um, I, 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 I chatted with him at the fall scramble a little bit. He said, uh, yeah, I really faltered coming in. You know, he was not happy that he had to go to a playoff, but did end up winning in that playoff. So congratulations to you, Chris Borgen, and uh, glad to see it. So uh, let's Luther Pro Series then was kind of anticlimactic because it was Correct. supposed to be the, uh, the end of it. Roland ended up uh, not playing in that event because it didn't matter. But Thomas Campbell did, you know, I mean, he was mathematically couldn't do it but he did end up winning that. Uh, what was that day like out there at the old uh, Pebble Creek? Yeah, I, pl I actually played in the group with uh, Thomas Campbell and Chris Borgen, which I don't think I'd ever played with Borgen and maybe once with Campbell. But uh, yeah, I mean, it was a little breezy. Um, yeah, it, it, some trickier, uh, some whole locations that um, you had to be in the right spot. And yeah, Campbell shoots one under and ends up winning it, gets the 41 points, wasn't enough, but still finishes second in the player of the year points easily. Um, bunch of others that uh, even Derek Holmes, Riggy, uh, Eddie Wynn, Derek Stendhal, Corey Johnson. So um, yeah, it was, it was a nice end to the competitive season, but yeah, Roland had done what he needed to do to, to lock it up. Yeah. So good for him. Congratulations. We're going to have him on and check all these things in greater detail. I want to hear all that story about the golf champions. Yeah. One more point, Scott. Yeah. We need to talk about on the, uh, on the ladies side, the match play, which was the same day as the men's. Oh yeah. And then there was some stuff uh, happening. So we have a, Yeah. So the, yeah, we got a player of the year and all that, huh? Yes, we do. So on the, uh, I'm pulling it up. Oh, this is a weird format. So the semifinals was Catherine Wagner, Minnesota PGA, Savannah Smith, and then Angie Aussie, Haley Tillett. So and hasn't, hasn't Angie been our player of the year for a couple of years here? Yes. Um, you have that? I 
can pull it up and uh, shall you? Oh, Angie's well, won it. While you're looking at that, Scott, I want to remind everybody that of a of a legend in our section that really pushed this, Mike Zinni, who was down at Mankato Golf Club. He died, uh, I don't know, seven, eight, nine years ago. Uh, but he played in everything, and he advocated hard, pushed hard for a women's player of the year. And uh, our section finally came came to light and said, we need to do this. And so, um, yeah, there it is. Uh, yeah, uh, she's won four of the last times that Angie. So, uh, yeah. so she's in the, I mean, I'm guessing this is one of the bigger events for them for points, correct? Yes. Uh, the Luthers, the women's state open, obviously the uh, section championship, and then uh, the match play. So Savannah beats Catherine three and one. Angie and Haley got to go to extra holes and Haley ends up winning in 19 holes. And then um, they go out and since they, since Haley had win extra holes, we were in for 30, 40 minutes. So the men went out in front of the ladies because just give them some time to get ready. And Savannah ended up winning five and three and is our, uh, women's player of the year first time ever i believe i i believe you're right i'm looking yeah this is a different format than the other one yeah the, the bracket is a little little different i kind of like it i like yeah. the red and the uh, pointing to which side so oh Haley and kelly that's what you're talking about okay yeah good stuff well congratulations to savannah smith uh, i watched her hitting balls at the uh at the scramble and uh, there's a chance she could win a lot of these, Scotty. There's a chance oh, yeah. that girl could uh, win. Well, go, go ahead. So we've got two player of the years decided. And I know we're running against the clock here. So the last one that I believe is still up in the air is the senior, which Don Barry is leading right now at 238 points. But we've got the senior professional PGA professional championship going on starting today, right now, twin warriors where the actual national club pro is going to be in April. So, um, and do you got the list of who's all there? I do. Yeah. So Don mentioned Don Barry, who you mentioned Tom Vizino, former head pro, uh, head pro championship winner. Viznia. Who did I say? Vizino. Yeah, it's Vizino. Isn't it? <laughs> I think it's Vizina. Oh, you know what? I love that man. So he'll he'll forgive me. Uh, Chili Pepper, Derek Stendhal, Izzy, Jeff Kringen, and Dean Zahn are our representatives. So right now, Don Berry's at 238, Derek Stendhal's at 217.5, Dean Zahn's at 120, Eric Childs is at 115. I'm not positive how those player of the year points on, on the senior side um, play out. Maybe to be continued, but... We'll uh, know by our next podcast, correct? Yes. Okay, senior player of the year. Here we go. Um, senior PGA professional championship. Okay. First through 35th gets 50 points. So if you finish first, 
or 32nd, you get 50? I'm just, we should probably look at this. Okay, you, we haven't done enough research to talk no, about No, no, but that's what it says. Yeah, we should, uh, this is maybe something we should look at. Okay. Well, it is um, what it is right now, Scotty. I mean, that's, right? Yeah. So, so first through 35th is 50 points. So technically based on those numbers, on the senior side, the only ones with a chance are Derek Stendhal and Don Berry. Okay, so it's down to a two-horse race here. It's between yep. Don and Derek, Tone says. Yep. And uh, Derek, to have a chance, has to make it to the final day, and Don has to miss the 36-hole cut. So does Derek, uh, does he sit back and he goes, defense, defense? <laughs> no, that is... <laughs> That isn't how golf works, does it? I think he's probably just going to play his golf ball yeah. and see where the chips fall. You know what? The bottom line is you, got all, you have all year. So, again, if, if you don't like how the points went out, it, you, we had all year to do it. Everybody's at the beginning of the year. We can grumble all day, but that is what it is. So And, um, and sorry to cut you off. I've done that a lot this episode. I appreciate it, Scotty. I love when you have input. So, but Tone might have to back me up on this. I believe it's 25 or 35 spots available for the senior PGA championship, which Eric Childs qualified for last year. The fact checker, I'm waiting for the fact checker. He'll, yeah. uh, he'll fill us in. I but, believe it's um, 35 because isn't 20 for you guys at the, 20 I, for the PGA championship. Yeah. And I think it's a bigger number for the, uh, for the seniors. So that's a big deal for, for our players. All of them got a, got a great chance. Tone says, I think it's 35. I love when he backs me up on that. We're backing you up. Cause you, you were, you were somewhere in that region. So, okay. A lot of good stuff. November brings on some of these championships. The assistance championship national is in the middle of November. So we'll have that to talk about in probably our season finale, uh, which will be coming up uh, down the road here. We still have yet to work on some stuff, but we will have Eric Rowland on, player of the year. Um, we're going to talk to him about his run, and I believe it's his first one, right, Scotty? Correct. So uh, that, that's got to be, I mean, you had a first this year, Borgen had a first this year. I mean, what a year, huh? Yeah. Isn't that it great? It, it, I mean, it's, it's, it's sad that it's over. Eh, our wives disagree. <laughs> our wives say no it's okay so for uh for kaylee ekstrom for tone Polito, and for that man right there scotty mcdonald my name is greg snow we love bringing these to you we thank you all who participate and listen to these and uh, keep us on the air we have a blast doing these shows scotty we have two more coming up which we'll get those dates for but uh for today scott thank you very much and i uh, hope you have a wonderful one buddy yeah. See you, Greg. All right. See you, everybody.